0: Back here on the big show, KTGR, KTGR KTGR.com, and the KTGR app with Andy and Brendan here. And joining us now on the KTGR hotline from the nfl combine which we will uh, get to as well the injury expert will carroll uh joins us you can find him on twitter at injury experts subscribe to his newsletter under the knife a great time to subscribe especially as we are into the thick of spring training now and uh, will, uh we'll we'll get to some some baseball and football stuff uh coming up here soon but wanted to kind of start with Maybe a different player safety issue that uh, uh, has certainly been discussed over the last few days after the Duke Wake Forest game on Saturday, with the court storming, Kyle Filipowski apparently getting injured. Looks like, thankfully, it's not too serious for him. Uh, but the the collision he had with a fan, with several fans as he's trying to get off the floor. I just wonder your, I guess your take on uh, this whole situation of of. People saying we should ban court stormings now, or should we still have them because they're fun and they're good photo ops? I wonder what you think about it.
1: Well, I, th- I think there's a couple things here. I mean, first, I always worry that something like this is going to happen. I mean, these uh, w- with Philipowski, with Caitlin Clark, these have been unintentional. These are, you know, crazy college kids, happy about the win, storming the court, enjoy. And having something unintentionally bad happen. It could have been worse. But I also think about, you know, could it be worse than that? It's not that long ago that Monica Sellis got stabbed on the court. And I've always been kind of surprised nothing like that's ever happened again. Um, Because we improved security some. But, you know, obviously with with a court storming, it's out of control. That's the point of it. Um, I think the thing we have to do is control it. I don't want to take away anybody's joy. I don't want to take away the the student sections, the Cameron crazies and all that. Um, I certainly don't want to take away from the excitement of an upset. But I think, you know, these are coming. You know, this is not the first time a court has been stormed. This is not the first time, you know, in college football that they come down and get the, 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 the goalposts. I don't know what the hell they do with the goalposts after they tear them down, but it happens. Uh, I think what we have to do is take a look at these athletic departments. You know, if you're playing the number one team in the country, you should have a plan. Um, you know, I don't say stop the storm in the course. I should just slow it down a couple seconds. Let those players get off the court, or at least to a safe position. Um, you know, Make it a little bit harder. Don't, don't put up a moat. Don't make it a cage match. But just, hey, we're going to hold you up a few seconds so the players can get off and nothing bad happens. And then go crazy, kids. Uh, it's great. I think this is on the athletic departments. Athletic departments are so behind the times. If you're playing a number one team, if you're playing somebody uh, who's a rival, you know this could happen, and it seems like they're always caught off guard. The fact that we've gotten away with it so far without real negative consequences, if Philip Filipowski had, had, you know, if it was more than just knocking knees. The other thing is, you know, we see over and over the college kids are gambling, uh, nothing wrong with that, uh, as long as it's in control, but you know, what if one of these college kids says, you know what, I've got a bet against Duke. If I take out that Filipowski kid, they're going down in the tournament. We've seen that. We saw that in the, the college playoffs with Florida State uh, not getting in. You could really affect it. All you have to do is look at the, the crazy story about the streaker bet that the guy bet $5,000 that there would be a streaker at the uh, Super Bowl, and then he streaked. He wins $350,000. I'll take that $3,000 fine and a day in jail if I can make it win. Uh, The same sort of thing could happen, and it could be very, very dark, and I don't want that to happen. I don't want to take away from the joy, but uh, let's just at least put these million-dollar athletic departments on the hook for a little bit of security and control.
0: That's a very good point, uh, for sure. Will Carroll, the injury expert with us here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. So hopefully athletic departments out there, they are a little more... uh Proactive about those plans and making sure that that's the case that everybody's safe. Uh, let's turn to some, uh, some baseball. The Cardinals made official this afternoon the signing of Brandon Crawford, the longtime giant. He, uh, joins, uh, the Cardinals, uh, in camp today. And it really, it seems like a, a move to just have some depth behind Mason win at shortstop because, uh, and certainly that the fact that you pull the trigger now on this. Certainly lends to the belief that maybe the Cardinals are a little worried about who might be behind Mason Wynn, uh, especially with Tommy Edmonds still dealing with injury and other things like that. I wonder how you see that signing, Will, and how it could affect things going forward.
1: Yeah, I think it's Edmonds that really kind of uh, pushed this. You know, Brandon Crawford, it's a little weird to think of him outside the black and orange. Uh, Seeing him in a Cardinals uniform is just going to be strange. Uh, yeah it happens. Uh, I'm not one of these people that thinks yeah you know, one uniform is romantic and, and helps somebody's case. yeah you know, Brandon Crawford is he's got a couple rings he's he's had some good seasons. He's not a good player right now. yeah you know, the last couple of seasons he's been pretty washed, so he's a depth player at best. uh it shows a little bit that they don't think Edmund's going to be ready. I don't think Crawford's gonna be there in June or July, maybe he has. He finds something. Maybe he clicks with this team. Uh, maybe he can be an asset. I certainly hope so. Uh, but I think this is about the fact that Edmund's not going to be there. You've got a young kid. You think back to what happened last year uh, with Jordan Walker. Uh, you know that It didn't quite pan out. There was too much pressure. That team was a mess last year. Let's hope that doesn't happen this year. Uh, but you know, having a rookie with no depth behind him, that doesn't help. Uh, so having Crawford, a guy who's still a, a pretty solid defensive shortstop, should be able to help, but should be uh, a very ground ball heavy uh, rotation as well.
0: Yeah, we'll certainly see. And uh, we'll see if Crawford's able to help out a little bit uh, in that department uh, behind Mason Wynn as the Cardinals continue to, uh, to get him acclimated with his new team. Uh, Shohei Otani made his spring debut today for the Dodgers. We had kind of highly anticipated that, of course, with him uh, coming off his procedure and now with his new team, of course, uh, in LA. But uh, I-, I wonder now, uh, as as they manage him throughout this spring, what, uh, what we might maybe expect for a guy like like him, uh, star status, of course, but also it, making sure that he comes back in the same way from what, what he went through this offseason.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's any problems. You know, he's shown in batting practice. He's saying live batting practice. He's, uh, I'm told, hitting a lot off the off the cages. They've got those crazy traject machines down there, which are basically pitching replication robots. Uh, and it, it, they're actually causing some problems because guys are taking so many swings that, you know, we're seeing guys... Uh, strain obliques and have sore wrists and uh, they're just taking too many swings you you wouldn't think that's a bad thing but sometimes it is Uh Otani's ready to hit there was very little question from the time he had the surgery that he'd be ready to go on opening day uh, here we are a month ahead of it well I mean not for the Dodgers of that weird Korea series I think that's good for baseball it's definitely good for him and we're going to have With him and Yamamoto, maybe a whole generation of Japanese and Korean Dodger fans, uh, which is pretty darn good for the Dodgers, if not the whole of baseball. So uh, seeing Otani out there is not a surprise. I hope everything goes well with it. And I expect him to look like Shohei Otani hitter version.
0: Will Carroll, the injury expert, with us here on the Big Show, KTGR and KTGR dot com. Let's turn a little bit to football. The NFL combines right in your backyard again. Will in Indianapolis, yeah. you've gotten a chance to take in a little bit of the first day, and it's you know an event that maybe is. Uh, I don't know if lost its luster is the right term over the last few years or so, but it's more about maybe trying to figure out what the teams are are wanting to do this offseason, maybe a little bit more than the actual players trying to develop and show their skills. But uh, I wonder how much... Do you still? Do they still? Maybe pay attention to how much, what metrics these guys are putting out there, what times, what speeds, everything like that. Especially with several Mizzou players taking part in the proceedings in in Indianapolis this week.
1: Yeah, it's still a big deal. There's a reason they put this thing on, and it's to see. Some of those guys, they want to confirm what they've seen from the tape, from what they've seen at the the senior bowl and the shrine bowl, uh, you know, playoff players, guys who haven't played against big competition. Uh, they want to see how they, they, they deal with things. They want to do the in-person interviews. They want to watch them uh, do things under pressure. Uh, you know, sometimes it's the drills rather than the the sexy 40 times uh, that, are, that are a bigger deal. Um, But we'll see how it goes. They want to see how they deal with the media. If you're drafting a quarterback who's going to be the face of the franchise, he's got to be able to answer questions. He's got to be prepared. He's got to deal with interviews. He's got to deal with things that are unexpected. So, yeah, it's still a big deal. I don't think it's lost its luster. I just think the NFL has saturated us so much with football that we just don't get a break. You know, from the time the college football season starts, draft season starts. Uh I love guys like Mel Kyper and Matt Miller but oh my god you know we don't need a mock draft uh every 10 seconds because it's going to change. There's going to be things we don't know. Um, you know, teams we think we know what they need, but they might have different views. Uh, somebody might fall. Somebody might rise. There might be somebody they fall in love with. There might be uh, you know the next Mike Mamula or John Ross who puts up some crazy combine number and gets drafted way too high uh, and ends up a bust. So we'll have to see how this goes. But it is still important, and, and the teams do take it very very seriously
0: will carroll the injury expert here on the big show ktgr and ktgr.com i know this week also uh who was a a long time uh beat writer and columnist and and just an overall media person around the game of football for for such a long time peter king i know you have a a personal connection with him just your thoughts on on his retirement uh that he announced earlier this week
1: yeah they say never meet your heroes and that doesn't work for me, because my two heroes have always been Peter King and and Peter Gammons, and those two are are some of the best people I've ever met, let alone writers. Uh, Peter King, (laughs) literally, uh, here in Indianapolis a couple years ago, sat down with me and and basically talked me into sticking this out. Uh, I, I was going through a rough patch. I'd had a story come out and gotten attacked. I actually got banned from Wrigley Field over it. And a guy who didn't need to, a guy who was a giant in his field already, uh, took an hour of time over uh, three cups of coffee and basically rebuilt me, uh, rebuilt my confidence. Uh, And he's been a great friend, a a great writer for years and years. So I'm hoping uh, he takes his retirement, his last uh, football morning in america or mqb is i still think of it uh and and uh, i hope everybody appreciates what he does because for all the people he's written about for all the people he's voted into canton i hope he's next
0: yeah certainly a giant uh in the game and in the media industry for for as long as he was in it uh, peter king announcing his retirement earlier this uh this week will what is new at under the
1: knife these days tons of stuff <laughs> So much coming up this week. Obviously, there's tons of injuries. Uh, there's injuries to Julio Rodriguez, who's a huge star, and Kodai Senga, who's the Mets' ace. Um, and and yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes as well. And something I've got coming up Friday. Uh, if if you're a parent, if you're a pitcher yourself, uh, this is something you're going to want to see because uh, a group of industry giants uh, are looking to change a, a major part of the game. And, and I'll have that exclusively on Friday.
0: Yep, so go and check that out. Always a uh, great insight to have, especially as we get closer and closer to uh, the regular season of Major League Baseball. So, Will Carroll, the injury expert, go find his stuff at underthenife.substack.com. Follow him on Twitter at injuryexpert as well. Great to have him here on the big show. Thanks, Will, for coming on, as always. Hope all is well. Enjoy the combine this week. We'll talk soon.
1: Thanks, all so, boys.